Alright. Alright, let's see. Everything going. Music's good. Got a couple people in here. We'll do a quick little stream here. It's uh, 8.20 a.m. my time. Probably not going to go past 9. Don't have a ton of time today. So, uh, let's see if everything's working here. <clears throat> Alright, how's everybody doing today? Let's see if... Uh, the music set just right here. Alright, let's see, get a little background music. Hopefully that's going right. Hey, Dice Tomatoes on, how are you again? Hey, uh, Cliff Singer, how are you doing? Alright. I think we got the uh, background music going good. You can never tell with this audio stuff. Sometimes it gets a little wonky. Alright. So, jury's off. I think uh, today's when the uh, We're Not Wrong meetup is in, uh, is it Oakland? San Francisco? Somewhere around there. Somewhere in California. You can get about 10 minutes before work starts. Yeah, I, I started early this morning, so I thought I'd take a little break and do this stream. See what's going on. See if anybody wanted to chit chat since jury's off. Uh, so, what do you want to talk about? Anything? Uh, any, anything interesting? I had one topic I was gonna throw out there, but Cliff Singer, uh, you got something you want to talk about first? Since you're only on for ten minutes, throw it in the chat there or uh, let me know. Uh, as far as links go, I think you're good. I think uh, I've added you before. As a, uh, let me double check, but. Yeah, you're in there. If you need, if you want to drop a link or anything in, you're good to go. Or uh, if you don't have anything in particular, just say nothing, and we'll get uh, rolling with uh, the one thing that just caught my attention this morning. Phone lines open too. If anybody wants to call, if you're the first caller, uh, when I answer, just give me a second to make sure the audio is set, but it should work just fine. Let's see, dice. Hell, I was just trying to travel. Just trying. I was just trying to theory craft the price of high-speed rail travel. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about that for sure. I'm gonna give a uh, pilot time to get on if he can, because I know he has thoughts on that. <laughs> Can't think of anything, Cliff. All right, here we'll uh, hop into this one topic real quick. I'll save the uh, rail travel stuff in case uh, just another pilot can hop in here. I know. He's always got lovely thoughts on that, being a commercial pilot, so... Uh, here we go. <coughs> Alright. I gotta set this goofy thing. So... Chicago election. Lightfoot, out. Um, I don't have a lot of thoughts on her as a, as a uh, person or a mayor, although if you want to judge a mayor by their city, I know that Chicago still has a ton of crime. So, let's read through this Axios article, and then uh, if anybody has thoughts on it, feel free to jump in in the chat or call and discuss, but uh, let's read through this real quick. <clears throat> so, she lost. The loss represents dashed hopes for those who, four years ago, saw in Lightfoot a new, transparent, progressive day for Chicago politics. Uh, some of her most ardent former supporters publicly backed other candidates. Okay, wow, so some people jumped ship. Obviously, we didn't win the election today, 
but I stand here with my head held high and a heart full of gratitude, Lightfoot said Tuesday night. Blah, blah, blah. Big picture this year's election presented a stark contrast to 2019 when Lightfoot sailed to victory. So who won? That's what I want to know. Wow, she won almost 75% of the vote in 2019. Holy cow. Chicagoans voted in the former or the reformer in part as a rejection of political corruption that had plagued Chicago politics, including the indictment of powerful alderman Ed Burke. Uh, she she promised in corruption. That's a mighty big promise for Chicago. Take away alderamic privilege. Okay. And invest in all neighborhoods, not just affluent ones. All right, let me uh, adjust something here on the volume real quick. I can't hear the background music. It's driving me bonkers. There we go. <laughs> and as soon as I do that, there we go. Okay, it's just song is restarting. All right, back to uh, Ms. Lightfoot here. She brought in the city's first casino. That is interesting. So... Part of ending corruption is to bring in bring <laughs> bring in a casino. Ah, a little bit of a oxymoron there, but whatever. Uh, yeah, the music was dying down. It was switching tracks. Hopefully, it's back now. Yeah, I mean, casinos themselves aren't corrupt, but I mean, they don't exactly have the best uh, right or wrong. They don't have the best optics, right? So. So, uh, yeah, I guess you can make the argument that a legal casino would take out the illegal gambling, so therefore it would improve corruption, but who knows. <sighs> Lightfoot was praised for the way she handled the early days of the pandemic. Was she? I thought they got, like... Uh, okay. Found herself tussling with the police union or vaccine mandates and teacher unions. Yeah, there we go. So the teacher union thing was the one thing I remember related to Chicago and the uh, pandemic stuff. Um, the teachers were on strike for a while, weren't they? If I believe, or if I if I remember correctly. <clears throat> Violence. Yep par for the course there in Chicago it seems like uh, during the uprisings after killing George Floyd and Chicagoans watched as looters ransacked Michigan Avenue she ordered downtown bridges raised in an effort to control the crowds yeah all I can think that just conjures images of uh, which uh, Batman movie was it Bane and blowing up the bridges or whatever uh, the city has seen a recent rise in gun violence and a rash of carjackings okay so who won I want to know who won Pending departure, the Bears a bigger facility than blah, blah, blah. Okay, who won? All right, let's look here. We'll be either progressive county commissioner Brandon Johnson or former school's chief named Paul Velas, as I said. After incumbent mayor life, it was knocked out of the race Tuesday night. Okay, I don't know how this works, but so was that like a primary or what? Okay. I don't know if anybody has any thoughts on that any more than what I just read. If not, I'll move on to something else. 
Uh, oh, I gotta monitor some work emails here. <laughs> Alright, let's go back to, uh, oh, let's check out Drudge Report. Here, I already had it open, my bad. Right, live footage, Chicago Crime Wave up Inslee. Oh, good old Drudge. Look at that headline. Gotta love it. Oh, God. <laughs> Alright, I'm not looking at that crap. Oh, shit, hold on. I gotta take this call. Hold on a minute, I got a call. Sorry, let's come back here. Trying to do this in between work calls, and uh, work is calling, so I might have to jump off of here a little sooner than anticipated, but say la vie. Uh, yeah, Biden's having trouble with his uh, the Supreme Court and the um, student loan forgiveness stuff. This is interesting. I'm actually kind of glad to see maybe the Supreme Court striking this down just because I don't care who the president is they have you know over time inched up uh, their executive orders and being able to do so or trying to do so much through executive orders and bypassing the legislative branch so it's kind of good to see the uh, third branch putting them in check I know it's being billed as you know a conservative court type thing but I hope they're really using the term conservative in the old sense fashion and not, you know, uh, right wing versus left wing type stuff. Because I do think for these sweeping changes like this, this, this should have to come through uh, legislative branch. I, I don't understand, personally, I don't understand how it would be okay for the president to say, okay, debts are forgiven. I know that the debt is to the uh, federal government now, but still yet, I, I don't see how the executive branch can just say that the debts are forgiven. I, so I don't know. I'm kind of in favor of the Supreme Court striking that one down. Let's see what's next in the oral arguments. Oral arguments can only tell you so much about how the court will ultimately rule. It doesn't seem especially likely, but there's still a chance the student loan proposal could pull out a surprise victory. Uh, let's get back up here. <clears throat> during the war during the oral arguments, the court seemed inclined to axe Biden's big plan to relieve student debt program that left <clears throat> the a program the left spent months pushing the administration to enact. Already taken a, a conservative majority already taken a hammer 
some of the administration's other top priorities. Shine the court reinforces a narrow review of presidential power. It builds a body of precedent that will make the next case that much harder for the White House to win. This is what I'm glad to see. I don't care what president it is. I don't care their party. I don't care if they're an R or a D. Uh, the presidential office has too much power, in my opinion. For those of you that listen to Andrew Heaton, I kind of take his view on things where they are far too revered, and it would be nicer to get more towards how the British view their, uh, what the hell are they called, the uh, prime uh, guy. I'm drawing a blank here. Sorry, I'm trying to read this at the same time. Conservative justice honed in on the main... It'll be interesting to see how this falls, uh, if it gets struck down to see if it's a narrow narrow victory or if any of the more liberal justices uh, went with the approach or the uh, decision to... Yep, Dice Tomato, that's exactly right. They have power, but we also have a system to check that power, and I think that's what's going on here. <clears throat> Uh, the executive branch tried to do something bypassing the legislative branch, and the judicial branch is uh, saying you can't do that. If you want it, you got to go back to the legislative branch. So I'm actually kind of glad to see the uh, the three levers being used here correctly. Whether whether you think that the federal government should forgive student loans. I don't think it should be in the power of one man to decide that that should happen. That's all I'm saying here. Whether, whether I mean, right or wrong, that uh, the student loan should be forgiven. It should not be up to the president to decide. It's my opinion. And, yeah, it, I think it was because of the COVID era stuff. The justices previously relied on the major questions doctrine to strike down the CDC's COVID-era eviction moratorium as well as vaccine mandates and most significantly a set of sweeping environmental regulations. Yep, they were using that COVID stuff to do all kinds of non-COVID-related stuff. Yeah, student loan forgiveness is a crazy complicated issue and also just forgiving is not even putting a tourniquet on the bleeding. It, it's just sopping up the blood that's already come out. You really... This one is a, uh, a topic that you really have to tackle from uh, what led to it. I mean, if you forgive the student loans that are out there, it's not going to stop the problem. There's still loans being taken out for, for the same shit. So student loan forgiveness is, is it's not even staunching the bleeding. It's just sopping up the blood that's already on the ground. The bleeding will still be occurring. <clears throat> All right. What do I know? I'm just a guy that, you know, worked his ass off to pay his own student loans off. Under pressure, Eli Lilly cuts insulin prices. This is good. See, now, this is something I can get behind. Not the government forcing it, but, uh, you know, there's pressure being put on them to do it so let's take a look here Eli Lilly is slashing the prices of its most prescribed insulins amid pressure from consumers and the Biden administration okay so what is the executive branch doing on this one are they just I don't know, let's read through here after years of price hikes on insulin Eli Lilly on Wednesday said people with diabetes 
would see 70% reductions on its most common version. That's very good. All right, Dice Tomato. I'll come back to this. I, if if we're not done talking about... Uh... Hold on, Tomato. I, I know, this is my fault. I'm jumping all around. Sorry. It's because of the lag here. Let's come back to the insulin in just a second. If you want to... Uh... I'll leave it up to you since you're the one talking in here. Insulin or continue talking about student loan? You want to jump to the insulin or go back to the student loan for a little bit more? I didn't really have much more to say on it, but if you do, I'll leave it up to you. Damn, this music's guitar heavy. I thought it was supposed to be jazz. Whatever, I'm leaving. You don't have anything else on student loans? I said my piece. <laughs> Insulin, alright. Yeah, that's right. I do seem to remember you uh, saying you're diabetic, I, I believe. So, yeah, man. What do you think? Call in and talk or put it in the chat. I don't have any... Uh, I'm not diabetic. Nobody in my immediate family is, so... I just know that a lot of people are, and so the cheaper the insulin, the better. That's my thoughts on it. And it's been around for so long about how to manufacture it. There's no reason it should not be going down in price. Alright, call in. Go ahead, man. Give me a second. Once you call in, I might have to swap. As soon as I answer, I might have to swap some audio around. There we go. Okay, hold on. All right, Mr. Tomato, give me just a second to get the audio swapped here. Sure thing. Uh, okay, go ahead. See if, uh, can you hear me okay? Hello? Yeah, I can, I can hear you just fine. Okay, yeah, hold on a second. My freaking, it's not coming through the right speakers. Give me a second. I don't know what's going <laughs> on here. Alright, try that again. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. What the heck? Why is this, it's coming through the, oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, it's coming through the, uh, my monitor sound for some reason. Huh. Let me swap to the headset. All right, try that. Hello. All right. Is that good? Better? Ugh. It's not you. It's it's not you. It's me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Let me try one more time. Hey, there we. Uh, yep. Hey, you, you there? Yep. Still okay. here. Go go ahead. I'll get this figured out here. I think we're okay. want to focus on here first uh well i want to focus on me getting this freaking thing set right so hold on because i can hear you but other people can't so um all right say hello a few times this thing is sucking <laughs> all right try it again uh do you want me to call you on discord would that be better now nah, go ahead i'm just gonna have to stop the music and listen through the uh, speaker so go ahead okay uh, all right, so on, on insulin, where do we want to start? Because this can get to be a hairy topic. I don't know. You're, you're the, <laughs> you're the um, expert. You go ahead. Cost of insulin, you should absolutely go down. It's ridiculous. Most of which, yeah, it shouldn't cost. On average, for me, with insurance, um, it is like 300 bucks a month. Um, without insurance... Uh, I've had times where I was paying upwards of close to $600 a month for insurance. Well, 
where I would have had to pay upwards of $600 a month for insurance. Wow. Um, luckily, I, I have a reasonable endocrinologist that will uh, give out samples. If you, you know, call ahead and ha- are having some issues and some troubles, they have like a stockpile of samples of here, have a free vial and figure your life out for the next few weeks. So, so how often, like what, what does 300, what does that get you when you say a month? Like how often do you have to inject? How much is that? How many times per day or whatever? I mean, it varies from person to person. Um, I mean, I'm just talking about just the vial cost. $300 per vial. Yep. Per vial. Wow. And so on average, what is a vial? How long does a vial last you? Is that a month? About a month. It's about a month about supply. A yeah. Month. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. Wow. Um. Some somewhere between like three and four weeks. So it's about a month. Okay. So will this Eli Lilly dropping it? Will that will that affect you? Does that mean your price is going to go down seventy percent? Well, there's only like two, maybe three manufacturers that produce insulin. Okay. Um, Eli Lilly is one. I think there is Novo Nordisk, I think. Um, but you have your your most common ones are uh, Novolog and its competitor, Humalog. Um, those are two different companies. I just forget which one's which. Uh, and then you have okay. Levamir and Lantis, which are competing companies. Um, one company makes... Another company makes uh, Lantis and Levamir. But those are your most common ones you'll find. Um, I don't, there might be like a third one out there, but there's no, there's no generic insulin. That doesn't exist, basically. Okay. Um, that, that's one of the bigger problems of it. Um, for such a life-saving treatment, because it is a treatment, I mean, because there's, there's no cure to diabetes. Yeah, you can't live without it, right? I mean, once you need, right. ins- there, once you need the uh, insulin injections, it's not like you can go, well, maybe not this month. Yeah, there there are very few chronic conditions out there where, um, uh, where it's completely a death sentence if you don't do the treatment. Most, you know, lifestyle change will get you ninety nine percent of all the ones out there. It can mitigate diabetes. Never goes away. Right, diabetes one hundred percent death sentence if you if you can't get insulin. Yep. So for it to be so inaccessible to even like the lowest income people that would need it is is ridiculous regardless yeah. of insurance insurance status like it should be five bucks a vial <laughs> yeah i mean and it sounds like so eli Lilly. it sounds like they're on that path right because reading this article it says it's going to cap out-of-pocket costs for its insulin at 35 dollars a month at some retail yeah, pharmacies, I, I imagine that's like they're partnering with big ones like Walmart or CVS or Walgreens or something, right? Right, and that and that sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would suspect what they're looking at is uh, how much can we lower the cost of insulin and still turn a profit and not necessarily have to uh, raise prices. On consumer or consumer cost to other things, or just raise prices on other things anyway. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yep. Uh, because it's it's a it's really a good faith 
uh, move for them just to get partisan wins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. So the partisan wins, like Jury used to say, right? So if anything, yep. this would put them in a favorable light whenever there's any new drugs they're working on that there may be mm-hmm. uh, some some testing that I don't want to say the government needs to go easy on, but you know, if it's on the fence, they could be like, well, okay, or uh, maybe they allow them to speed through some some other things. Yeah, I mean, this is really an issue that should have been this way all along. I mean, the original patent was sold for like, what, a dollar from some dude in Canada? Yeah, it has to do with the, you know, so people have said before, why doesn't a startup company start manufacturing insulin and and, uh, sell it at a low margin? You know, then they'll be at least making money. Well, the problem is you can't, it's not as easy as that. Drugs have to go through all, you know, years and years and years of of testing and stuff. So, and and I'm pretty sure the specific process that companies like Eli Lilly use to produce their insulin is vastly different from what the original uh, process was envisioned, whatever that was, a hundred years ago. Oh yeah, I'm sure when it it was made. There's probably there's all kinds of patents around the manufacturing too. I'm sure. So. I know there has been issues with insulin shortages, and that's mm-hmm. probably just because of the differences in, like, we're trying this new thing with how we produce it. I, yeah. I don't know all the steps and details that go from start to finish, but I know it's definitely, it's not the same as it's always been. Yep. And um, I'm going to be talking out of my ass a little bit here, but <clears throat> I know that also one of the... Uh, more popular diabetes drugs. I don't know if, I don't think it's insulin, but it's something to do with diabetes is now being prescribed as a weight loss treatment. And so the, you're running in, you're running into that issue too, where it's putting more of a strain on an, on an already uh, limited supply of a drug. Um, I personally know at least two people that have been prescribed by their doctors, this uh, diabetes drug, and I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to look it up here in a second, but because um, they were considered obese. So it's instead of being used for to treat diabetes, it's being used to uh, facilitate weight loss. That uh, probably sounds like a type 2 diabetes drug. And there's a couple of them out there. Like, uh, I know Glyburide is one. Uh, Ozempic. Ozen- yeah. Ozempic. Ozempic. Yeah, that's it. Uh, oh, that's, not- that's a newer one. Yeah. That's the one. That, 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 oh, that's oh, the one oh, making, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one making a lot of uh, headlines. <laughs> I think, I, and actually, I don't know that that's the one they're on. There's, there's another one, but I, I can't so, remember what it is. Um, ground floor basic differences between type one and type two diabetes. Okay. Um, type one diabetes, my body can't produce insulin, which means my body can't metabolize food. Type one, right? Um, type one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, type two is typically uh, people have some insulin production, but for whatever reason, the body isn't able to use that insulin to metabolize food. That's the one um, that can be kind of controlled with proper uh, diet, exercise, weight loss, right? Type 2? Better, yes. Yeah. yes. Um, now, type 2 are usually your more, your more obese population. Yes. Um, what I expect Ozempic may be is more of a um, like a anti hunger pill. Uh, if it's being designed as a weight loss aid, mm-hmm. um, so if the idea for Ozempic is to uh, curb your appetite, that that would make sense. 
okay. yeah i'm not sure how i was but, trying to read through this article i'm not sure how it works honestly because... but but i don't i don't know the pharmacology of ozempic myself to to even guess what its intent is mm-hmm. apart from if that's why they're prescribing it that might be why um it, there's also the issue of a diabetic potentially going ketotic um essentially meaning that uh let's see i've, I've had this before um so for uh, a type one taking insulin if they are rationing their insulin what's often going to happen is that they're not getting enough insulin to uh, overcompensate for the blood sugar so the body is trying to get rid of that quickly and also uh, is eating itself because it's not able to get enough nutrition. Oh, okay. It, it's, a, it's a weird It's a double whammy, cycle, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so I, guess, if, I guess if a type 1 is rationing their insulin, it puts them – I know this is completely not proper, and a, a physician would probably smack me right now, but it almost puts them, like, on par – with a type two diabetic that's not being treated then, right? Cause they have a little bit of insulin, but not quite enough. Uh, not quite. Um, I mean, it's, it's still the big difference of a, a type one diabetic can, uh, metabolize food with insulin. Um, but a type two diabetic, even with insulin can't always metabolize food. Oh, okay. Did not know that last yeah. part. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a different process. Oh, okay. Um, okay. but if, Part of the idea of Ozempic is to essentially induce a ketonic state into a person so that they are eating their own like muscle stores, fat stores, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. That could be also part of it. Um, it would definitely be important to still eat properly and exercise properly with that, mm-hmm. or you would be uh, suffering problems from over uh, muscle waste essentially. Yeah. Okay. So I guess to kind of wrap it up here on the, uh, insulin thing, do you think with Eli Lilly announcing what they announced, do you, do you think this is going to help you and your costs personally? Because even if you're not taking, even if you're not prescribed the one that Eli Lilly makes, can you go to your doctor and ask, Hey, I hate to be the guy coming in saying, can you wreck You know, can you give me this drug? but I'm asking just for essentially a different name brand that's going to save me $200 a month. Oh, my doctor will prescribe me whatever my insurance allows. Okay, so hopefully your insurance... <laughs> well, and it sounds like, Eli, based on Eli Lilly's comments, this is something worth following, it's going to cap out-of-pocket expenses at uh, some pharmacies, it said. So it's worth trying to find out, I guess, which pharmacies those are, because even if you're paying out-of-pocket, does that mean it's going to be no more than $35 a month, If, if even if you didn't have insurance? I mean, if... It sounds like, because as it stands with insurance right now, mm-hmm. um, when I've paid through my deductible, I probably pay about 30 bucks a month for okay. like three months worth of insulin. Okay, so you're one of the fortunate ones that's getting it as a, at a decent price? After I eat through my deductible, yeah. Okay, and that's a that's yearly deductible, I, I guess, right? Right. I do have a deductible that that I have to pay down through that. Okay. But through insulin costs, that gets eaten up in like two months. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, it's a kick in the knockers, right? But it is what it is. Yeah. So at least it's not terrible for you like it is for some folks. Right. Okay. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you calling in. Not a problem. Anytime, man. Have Thank a good you. day. Bye-bye. Bye.
Alright guys, I got about 10 minutes and I'm going to have to wrap it up here. Uh, I'm going to go back over to the Axios thing and see what's going on. See, we were talking about train stuff earlier. Uh, is, is our pilot buddy on yet? I know he has thoughts on train travel. Oh yeah, I think he's on, but he may be Acapato right now. He's in a different time zone. He may just be able to listen right now. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, there he is. Pilot Man. Yeah, man, we had Tomato calling in. Cliff Singer was on for a little bit, but he had to run for uh, work stuff. Uh, so far, it's been quiet in the chat other than that. You like trains? You like planes? <laughs> what about automobiles? <laughs> yeah, uh, so anyways, what started that conversation was uh, some chat going on in the We're Not Wrong channel in, in Jerry's Discord. I have uh, been out of the loop on there. I haven't caught up to all of the uh, We're Not Wrong stuff yet either. So, <clears throat> yeah, Dice Tomato's a good dude. We were talking insulin. I don't know when you jumped on, but he's a diabetic, so he has some thoughts in that. And what brought that up is Eli Lilly saying they're going to uh, lower their price, uh, save people 70%. And cap stuff at $35 out of pocket. So that's cool. All good news, I'd say, there. <clears throat> uh, Dice Tomato. Insulin, Novo Nordisk equals Novo Log, Eli Lilly, Humalog. Hey, speaking of these weird drug names, I think I saw like an article or a news thing a few years ago and kind of tying it back to the Chicago election. I think all these weird drug names, or at least the majority of them, are developed by these two ladies that live in the Chicago area and for years that's been their job is they come up with these weird ass drug names so uh, that be something interesting to look up sometime but I've got about five minutes and I gotta go those are your two 99% market share brands okay good so I wonder what Eli Lilly's uh, humalog percentage percentage of market is 56 percent of the market share so that's huge that's going to be a huge uh influence uh for cutting prices for people who need insulin that's awesome and that's what you got so all right cool well hopefully that'll help your pocket a little bit and i like to see that the business is doing it of their own volition now obviously they wouldn't be doing it without pressure from the public and the, and it appears the Biden administration, but there was no executive order passed. There was no uh, law passed or anything. It's just how it should work. Market pressure is forcing them to do it. So I'm glad to see that. Yep. All right, guys, I've got five minutes. Uh, we want to talk about anything else. Anybody else want to call in for couple of minutes or I'm gonna to have to wrap up soon uh, so if anybody cares I said I was gonna stream on Mondays but it's looking like it may have to be Thursday nights now um, Mondays have not been working out good for me I've had too much stuff going on family wise work wise on Mondays so uh, might have to move my regularly scheduled streams to Thursday evenings just seems to work better uh, <laughs> pilot may be uh, busy with some family stuff. It's a uh, different time zone where he's at, so he may be having to uh, transport people to school. Uh, making lunch for the... Yep, there you go. 
All right, well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna wrap this thing up. I need to get back to work. It's busy day here. So if anybody wants to uh, join me on Thursday evenings, tomorrow is Thursday, right? Yep, I'm gonna try to stream around 8, 8.30 p.m. Central. So, uh, but hey, thanks for uh, calling in, Dice Tomato. Good to hear from you. Um, good to see everybody in the chat that was there. And um, thanks a lot. And everybody have a wonderful rest of your week.